0: We go Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick. Me, I'm Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Gary Dick joins us right now on the drive. Hubler.com hotline. G-E-R-R-Y at Gary Dick on the Twitter box. Training camp for the Colts, and, you know, don't know how ratings are going to go on TV. We take a look at the NBA Finals. We take a look at what's going on with the Olympics so far. Uh, this could be a continued trend on the downslide. But what it means for Westfield is good money.
1: Yep. Absolutely, Tony. Uh, and I know folks – well, I mean, I think sports fans in general have been anxious to uh, – get in the scenario where fans can actually attend events and be at events. And certainly that's the case at Westfield Colts training camp opens up this week. First time since 2019. And actually fans have been allowed to attend. So from an economic standpoint, and who knows what that number really is, But there will be tens of thousands of fans who will be uh, converging on uh, Grand Park in Westfield for Colts training camp. There's also going to be some national media attention certainly there uh, following the team in town and those types of things. So for for restaurants and hotels and others, there will be some uh, added business, which is good any time, but especially, obviously, as we come out of the pandemic.
0: Now, one of the other things going on up in that area, West Fork Whiskey. Fantastic, fantastic people over there at West Fork. Uh, They are breaking ground on a new distillery, $10 million?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a big number and a a big uh, – they're talking about it and kind of positioning it as an agritourism uh, type of uh, of destination, uh, if you will. Uh, one of the largest in the country, we're told, and from a distillery standpoint, so a big investment for West Fork Whiskey. you will be uh, uh, christening that, breaking ground on that this week uh, in Westfield. And I think another example as, as you look at you know West Fork Whis- Whiskey from a business decision: where are we going to locate this this kind of facility? Going to where the action is, and I think they feel as though that growth equation, that growth model, uh, is continuing uh, in Westfield and that area continues to grow West or Hamilton County in general, uh, obviously a big growth uh, county as well. So a big investment, uh, uh, the latest being made there uh, in Westfield.
0: Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. The more we do in the breweries, the more we do in the distilleries, the happier. Uh, I am for sure. <laughs> But one of the things that we have been discussing is how business, uh, small businesses specifically are dealing with this labor shortage. You have Governor Holcomb saying, we're going to put an end to the expanded unemployment. You've got a judge saying, no, 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 you have to reinstate this. Uh, There's a piece out from Selena Zito uh, over at the New York Post. I'll be speaking with Selena on Tony Katz today starting at noon about uh, Main Street businesses across the country. She focuses on an area of Pittsburgh where they're all unable to survive and compete because they cannot find the people, the supply chain issues. Talk to me about what it is business owners are experiencing in central Indiana. How much of the labor shortage do they put on these expanded unemployment benefits, and what do they want to see?
1: Yeah, you know, I I think there are some. I think it depends, Tony, on the industry you're looking at, but I I think if you look at at restaurants and hospitality, I think a lot of these business owners are putting uh, a bit of the blame. Uh, certainly on those extended unemployment benefits. If you can make more money by not working, that's what folks are opting to do. But don't forget, heading into the pandemic, we were talking uh, frequently about this labor shortage and the inability of companies to find qualified workers. A variety of reasons uh, for that. Not enough training uh, out there. You look at certain areas and certainly in rural areas around the state, uh, you know, we talked about the opioid epidemic and the drug problem that has really uh, devastated some communities around the state of Indiana. So I think a number uh, of factors, you know, extended unemployment benefits, I do think has been a factor, but certainly not the only uh, the only factor, because, again, we face this as a state uh, and many states around the country face this heading into the pandemic. This this labor shortage.
0: But I, I guess the, the 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 larger scale question is is that how long can you survive like mm-hmm. this? If, if if there there's some data that shows that even when you got rid of the un. The unemployment benefit, right? The expanded unemployment benefit. It didn't mean that people automatically went back to work. And that was pretty interesting. Missouri showed that. One or two other places showed it. Then you take a look at places like California, and clearly the amount of money being spent on people unemployed is keeping them from getting back in the ranks. But anyway, you look at it, there's this feeling that. Small businesses, Main Street, is having to compete against the government street and what it is that they're doing. So in, 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 a, in a long term, when you take a look at where Indiana is, and I know we've got the surplus and we're going to be sending out the reimbursement checks and everything else, there's still this worry on, on the streets. Exactly what will uh, alleviate this, and are we going to see, is there a fear that we're going to see a downturn?
1: Yeah, I think there is certainly concern uh, about that, and and you're seeing a variety of initiatives. In fact, we're going to have something on the show in the week ahead here next weekend uh, about a new uh, effort focused on what's being termed uh, Indiana's emerging workforce. Kind of that eighteen to thirty four year old uh, worker, those younger workers, and how to connect them with opportunities uh, uh, for for jobs uh, opportunities in the in the workplace, so I think there's real concern and you've already seen uh, you know I think over the last uh, year plus uh, some restaurants uh, in particular go out of business simply because they can't find. Uh, uh, enough workers. So I think it is a concern. And I think that you, you get into the higher wage jobs and some of the advanced manufacturing, and advanced distribution, some of these jobs where you do need technical training, you do need uh, some level uh, of expertise and training. That's another big concern. And those are good paying jobs and jobs that pay above the average wage. And if they can't find the workforce here in Indiana, certainly they'll go to where they can find the, work, uh, the workforce to make that investment.
0: Going where they can, that's the thing that you got to worry about. But there's a story yep. that you guys have from from last week, U.S. News and World Report, uh, putting um, Indianapolis uh, at 66th on the best places to live in the country, Fort Wayne at 73, uh, South Bend at 88. And so there's a couple of questions of, what was was utilized to build this list and when you see the murder rate in indy does this change
1: well i think it's certainly a concern there's no question about it and, and you know these lists and um, surveys come out uh somewhat frequently now uh some i think perhaps more valid than others uh, if you look at uh, one thing that caught my eye and I, i'm sure you saw it as well tony was Time Magazine came out with this annual list of the best places in the world to visit uh, and, and to uh, uh, to be uh, in, if you will, in Indianapolis on that list in the world, not just the United States. So you're seeing that kind of activity. But back to your original point, uh, uh, certainly uh, crime, safety, public safety; those issues are are very high on the list when you come to uh, look at. Uh, certainly the convention and tourism business, as an example, which, as you know, is huge business for Indianapolis, been decimated by the pandemic, just started to come out of it and hosting events. But those long term decisions that are made by convention and meeting planners and those types of things, those are certainly uh, the issues that uh, are, are high on the list.